Live at 5, Sports of Tide and Suhan brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort. Well, Jim, just as the fan base is breaking their ankles, leaping off the bandwagon, the Vikings beat the 49ers in convincing fashion last night. They led at the beginning. They never trailed. They looked really good. Well, as I said in my column, I think this is probably O'Connell's best victory as a head coach. Uh, you know, he had a lot of good, close victories last year. But, you know, they also run, ran away with the division. They could afford to lose it. They really they, they kind of needed to make up for the Tampa loss. They need to get back on track. They need to stay in, in, you know, in striking distance of Detroit. needed to prove they can beat a good team and play a really good game. They did all of those things last night. I actually picked it on our Viking Update podcast last week. I just had a feeling that this would be kind of the breakout game for this group, playing at home with a lot of urgency. And they had so many things go right. Cousins was excellent. Addison was spectacular. Uh, the offensive line was very good against a very good defensive front. The defense was very good, creating turnovers and limiting, you know, a very talented offense. Um, you know, Hawkinson was great. He's had a really up-and-down season. He was great last night. So they had their best players play well, and they had, I thought uh, O'Connell and Flores both did a great job coaching the guys. Yeah, you know, the, the pressure that they had on, and, and they show the stat again that the Vikings blitz quite a bit more than anybody else, but don't necessarily, aren't among the league leaders in sacks, but you don't have to necessarily sack the quarterback for the blitz to have a big effect on a quarterback's performance. Sacks are great, and, you know, logically, it's kind of like hitting line drives in baseball, right? Not every line drive finds the grass. You can right. hit the ball 110 miles an hour, can be an out, but... If you had enough line drives over the course of time, eventually it should pay off. That's kind of like, you know, blitzing in sacks. So you're not necessarily going to get sacked every time you blitz well or affect the play positively, but you would hope by the end of the year you would see uh, a healthy sack total. But part of it is also, you know, making the quarterback second-guess himself, making the quarterback hesitant, uh, taking away the, what they want to do, forcing them into a secondary route. And I thought they did all those things really well last night. Purdy's Purdy's a really good player, hmm. and you give him time, and he, you know if you rush him out of control, he can beat you. He had a great move around Metellus yesterday. Uh, he's very nifty with his feet. He throws a really nice ball. He uses the middle of the field very well. He throws timing routes very well, lots of poise. But they put him in situations where they could pressure him and, and make the pressure pay off. It's sure helpful that Cam Bynum has stepped up again this year. I thought his rookie year he played well last year, uh, regressed maybe a little, playing well again this year. That covers up for a swing and a miss on a first-round draft pick, it looks like, last year by Quasi Adolfo Menzo. Yeah, Lewis seen healthy scratch again a week after O'Connell said he expected for Seam to have a role. He just apparently not a very good football player. Mm. Uh, Cam Bynum has overachieved, smart, adaptable, flexible, uh, great competitive spirit. So, you know, he's he can get beat, he can make a bad play, and he can bounce right back and help you win a game. We saw that a lot last year. He wasn't necessarily a great player, uh, you know, start to finish in every game, but he would come up with some big plays. He, he had a couple, at least one game-sealing interception. Last night he has two interceptions in the fourth quarter. He and Harrison Smith forced a key fumble when the 49ers are in field goal range. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and Harrison Smith had a very good game, too. Yep. So uh, that, that's big for this franchise. No doubt. And it's interesting that the Vikings blitz as much as they do, but play a lot of zone behind it. Is that always how Flores has run it, or is he trying to protect his cornerbacks a little bit? 
I think he's trying to protect a group that isn't necessarily deep in man-to-man cover people. They played some man mm-hmm. uh, yesterday, so sometimes they had uh, Murphy uh, locked up on Ayuk. Uh, but I, I think I think Flores believes with the talent level on this current defense, he's got to constantly throw different looks at quarterbacks. Mm. And so I think he would probably prefer to play man when he blitzes. Mm-hmm but he doesn't want to just leave his cornerbacks on an island and, and let it, let the other team get used to the idea that, hey, if they blitz, I'm going to have a one-on-one look here. Yeah. I think he's just constantly trying to put doubt in the quarterback's mind. And then not a single sack of Kirk Cousins. They got a little pressure. A few throws were affected by, uh, by the rush up front, but really the best game by the offensive line we've seen in a while. The Niners can get pressure, and yet... Uh, the Vikings don't allow a single sack. It couldn't have just been Dalton Reisner coming into the lineup, could it? No, and then they handled Bosa very well. They mm-hmm. also chipped him a lot, which is a really good strategy. Um, I think Bradbury is, you know, now he's well past his injury. He's playing pretty well. I thought he had a really good game last night. Reisner, I do think, is a positive influence. Mm-hmm. Ingram, O'Connell went out of his way after the game last night to praise Ingram. I didn't study Ingram that much during the game. I can't comment, uh, mm-hmm. but it's interesting that O'Connell was, was talking him up. And obviously they had two very good tackles. Uh, so if the interior line can just do their jobs and not get run over all the time, it, they do set up to have a pretty decent offensive line. I, I really think, too, I think this has been a good run-blocking unit all year, mm-hmm. and Madison just hasn't maximized. I'm really hoping they go more to Cam Akers. Because I think Cam Akers can make big plays in this offense. Yeah, uh, and you know they didn't average a lot of yards per carry, probably like three and a half or something uh, in the ball game. But but it was a presence. It, they were threatening to use the run game. The first uh, play they ran was a 19-yard run from Alex Madison. And as long as you can at least uh, show teams you could run the football, then they have to respect it. I really thought they ran the ball very well in the first half. Madison had the big first run. I thought Akers looked really good. Akers also had a nice catch and run for a long, uh, you know, Ty Chandler had a catch and run for a long yard. Uh, and I thought Madison, once he had his first couple of big runs, just didn't do much the rest of the game. To yeah. me, he still looks awkward in the passing game. I think Akers has a chance to – I think also Akers, the way he reads blocks and with his smoothness in the passing game, has a chance to actually put up pretty big numbers if he gets a chance in his offense. So let's say it's worst-case scenario for the Vikings, and, and uh, not necessarily on the season, but that they can't seem to come to a contract agreement with Justin Jefferson. He doesn't like the uncertainty at quarterback in the future. Uh, is there any chance at all uh, that, uh, not at the trade deadline, that won't happen, but that they might consider trading Justin Jefferson? I, I, he comes to my mind because Addison looks like he could be a number one. Yes. I, I mean, if he's, when you draft a receiver in the first round, you want to be a a number one or number one caliber yep. receiver. And Addison, Addison looked great last night. And yep. six touchdowns in seven games is rare for a rookie. But I think O'Connell pushed for Addison to be drafted because he envisions a nice long future where Jefferson's on one side, Addison's on the other, Hawkinson's in the middle, you have a competent third receiver, and defenses just can't cover everybody. I think that's his vision for the future. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't see the Vikings not signing Jefferson. Um, they might have screwed up by not signing before this season. Uh, who knows how the negotiation is going to go. I, I just can't believe Jefferson will not be here for a long time. 
have you and and you know you talk with Jeff Diamond a lot. You say, hey, they can they can figure out the salary cap, especially when it's Brzezinski who's been doing it for so long. But can you have a high paid quarterback and the highest paid non quarterback in the league on the roster at the same time? Yes, mm-hmm. uh, not easy to do, but you can do it. And the, the reality of what I've learned about the salary cap over many years of covering it is, teams can kind of do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Yes, you'll have to you'll have to pay in some way. But it might mean that you have to have rookie kicker and rookie punter to save money there. You might have yeah. to, you know, not have veteran backups, which of course means you're going to have to draft well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but can you do it? Yeah, you can do it. Yeah, uh, Packers this week uh, on the road. It doesn't appear as though they've got their third future Hall of Fame quarterback on the roster right now. No, Jordan Love has had a couple of nice moments. He's had a couple of nice fourth quarters. He does not look like a good NFL quarterback right now uh, in total. Mm-hmm. And this will be a remarkable thing for the Vikings to go into the first of two games against Green Bay with the Packers quarter, starting quarterback healthy, and the Vikings will have a massive advantage at the quarterback position. This hasn't happened since maybe Fran Tarkin. <laughs> right. Maybe Warren Moon once when he was in there. Maybe that was the Lynn Dickey era. I'm not really sure. Uh, Jim, you know, th- I, I, no Moon was in there. Uh, Moon would have been going up against Favre. I would have. Okay, it wasn't that long yeah. ago. Very good. All right, thanks, Jim. Thanks, Todd. Live at five sports at Todd and Suhan, brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort.